Hi there, everybody. Garen and Jordan back again with another follow-up. And this week, we are talking about the message given by David Manor on the 13th of March, which was yesterday for us. And uh, David took us through the first four chapters of Joshua, hit some key points in there, and uh, had a lot of good things to say about that. But before we even get into that, Garen, you and I just got back, and Ben Coltrane as well went with us. Uh, we got back from a conference called Exponential that we went to for a few days down in Orlando. And just so that people don't think we were snorkeling and sunbathing and <laughs> and hanging out for a week, um, why don't you tell people what Exponential is and why you find it valuable and why we go just about every year? Yeah, what I, I've been, I think this is my, this is my sixth, I think you're fourth, that's right. Yep time to go. Um, I value that conference so much because they are about, they're about really living missionally, living on mission with Jesus and making sure that we're not losing our desire to, to impact culture, to reach people. They are, a lot of church planners are there, so they have a lot of stuff to help church planners. So it's all about getting the gospel out to our culture. And they're also a lot about multiplication and discipleship, that the way to to do churches to do it at that that grassroots level of discipling pe- discipling people and helping them to grow into Christ and so I just I love all of that that's what my ministry the internationals was always about and that's where my heart is and so I love going there because it's it I get new tools that help me with stuff and it's just you know sometimes when you're always given out it's nice to go sit to a place where people are preaching to you and you're in a worship service and you're not the one that had to plan it or you have don't have to speak at it and you can just really worship God and have people speak into you so i find it valuable every time this and this last week was a really good week i really wanted to go and just have time with god a lot of time with god and encounter him and i felt like i did that so what about you what do you value about it i like that it's 80 degrees <laughs> um <laughs> I do like that it's 80 degrees, but that's not the main reason I like it. I like it mainly for the discipleship tools, like you said, that it offers a lot of leadership tools and a lot of just practical resources for where I'm at. Like at this last one, I picked up some good resources about discipling people in groups of threes and fours, and I picked up some good resources on um, discipling young families as a unit. And also some good resources about um, just Gen Z and how to engage them better. So the resources are good. It's it's always full of people who are at the um, who are just doing it every day. Like this is what they do, and so they're just bringing their research and their experience to you. And it's really nice because when you're in our position, you kind of, I mean, you can't really be an expert in any one thing because you're doing a lot of things. And so it's nice to have somebody who's thought a lot about this one thing come and present it to you, and and give you resources for it. So that's why I find it really useful. And I mean, all the stuff that you said too, for for sure. Yeah. But, Pretty amazing to be in there with like 5,000 other people in ministry. Yeah. Who are worshiping. It is pretty cool. In those main sessions. And that's. It's neat. That's uh, that's really significant. So. Yep. No, it's, it's, it's important, I think. And I'm, we've been talking next year, hoping to go. Take yeah. Take a couple of youth interns with us. Mm-hmm. That's the. The plan, I think they'll, I think they'll love it. So, yep. Okay, so that is where we've been all week. Wanted to check in with you guys and let you know that. Now, on to David and what he was talking about in Joshua, and the reason that I thought this was so useful is because he really paralleled it to moving through COVID. Because in Joshua one through four, 
the Israelites are moving out of the desert and into the promised land, and they're making a big shift to crossing the Jordan. That was kind of his main thing was we're crossing the Jordan. And then he equated it so well to moving through COVID and just what it means um, to do that well as a church body. And so, I don't know, Garen, off, off the top of your head, anything that was really useful just in general before we get into some specifics? Yeah, I love the theme because that, that was one thing they talked about at Exponential, right? Because when we were Exponential last time, two years ago, we got back and that's when the thing hit. And we didn't have Exponential last year and it was great. Everybody, like the speakers were like, especially Dave Ferguson, who kind of runs it, like, it's so great being back. And he, from the outgo, said, I think God is, this has been hard, but God's going to do something new out of this. We don't know what it is, but he's on the move and we need to be ready for it. So, and I agree with that, that I think God, he's just, he's done things with his church and with the culture. And I think God is going to be on the move and we need to be ready for that. And that means, um, that means like crossing the Jordan and that there's going to be new territory to take and new ways to do it. And we we want to be people who have eyes and ears open to God and to follow him wherever he's moving and whatever he's wanting to do, right? Yeah, in a lot of ways, we feel like we have been in the desert for a few years, right? We're kind of right. wandering like the Israelites, like, what are we doing this week? Like, yeah. how will things change? What's our strategy? We feel like we're not making any headway with anybody. Right. And so we feel like we've been wandering in the desert and now maybe God is calling us onto this new chapter where we get to cross the Jordan and not everything is fine and perfect, but it's kind of a new phase of, okay, what, where are we going to go from here? Right. And how do we answer that call well and be obedient to him well in it? And so I thought it was really timely of David to talk about this. And uh, there were four C's. We're not going to go over all of them, but he said um, four things that are required of us, a calling, courage, consecration, and commitment. And as we were talking, there are kind of two that stuck out. Um, one was courage for the next chapter to make that leap because it's so easy to sit and be where we are. And the next, uh, the other one is commitment, right? And just realizing that action really is required and knowing when to do it and how to do it. So courage was yours, Garen. Do you want to talk about why you think courage is a key part of maybe for 12th Avenue specifically moving out of COVID and into the next phase of what God has for us? Yeah. Cause I mean, when, when he talked about that, he talked about the fact that it requires courage because you don't really know what's on the other side. And we don't know what's, what's God going to move us to, or what's, what is his next move? Um, and so <clears throat> that leaves some uncertainty among everybody. I mean, even people, even us who are in leadership and all of that, and there's some excitement of the new, but there's also the scary. And he said, we may need to set aside some preferences, leave some things on this side of the river because on the other side of the river, whatever God's doing, it may require different, what do you say? Uh, he said the principles stay the same, but the, the programs are different or right. the it's kind of practices like, are different. It reminded me of when Andy Stanley says, you are married to the vision, but you're dating the methods, uh-huh. right? Yep. Married to your mission and you date your methods. Right. Yep. And so, but that takes courage to be willing to say, this thing isn't working well anymore. Things have changed in our culture or the way Christian people respond to things. And so we've got to do some things different because we want to follow God where he's at. And that takes courage to do that. Um, and so that, I thought I really liked that one, that that call to have courage in the midst of all the change. So Yep. And I thought commitment was so key because I don't know which 
law of physics, if it's Newton who came up with it or, or whoever, that says um, an object at rest remains at rest, right, until it's moved out, and that can so easily be us. And I feel like that that's us with COVID sometimes. Um, and so realizing that as things ramp back up, not just programmatically, but strategically and culture-wise in our church, as things get going again and people want to be discipled, and so we need people for that. Um, li- people want to rejoin life groups. We need leaders for that and visionaries for that. Like, we can't remain at rest. We've got to get back going on those things. Yeah, right. And so action is required of us. And he talked about how the Israelites were commanded that when you see the ark go by your camp, you are to break camp and follow it and get in line and just how that needs to be us. And we don't want to be a church that survives COVID, but then remains sluggish afterwards. Like right. when God is, says it's time to go, we want to break camp and do the thing with him. So I thought that was so important. Maybe just because in myself... I know my heart that I can, rem- I can get, you know, kind of complacent and, and it's hard for me to break camp sometimes. And I mm-hmm. want us to be a body that does that well. Yeah. Yeah. He, he kept drawing that comparison of being, of being here and being there and that God wants to take us from here to there. I've heard that from somebody else before. Um, and I like that concept, but it's easy to get, com- like you said, comfortable here and I like it here and I like what we do here. But that whole idea that if God is moving, if the ark is going by and God's doing something, that we've got to be willing to leave the here to go to wherever the there is. And, and again, that takes courage. And maybe the here for us is we're still watching online or we've pulled out of all programs or I've stepped back huh? from all leadership or we are only doing one thing a week. Yep. And or I'm not serving anymore. I'm just kind of coming and watching. Yeah, and, right. And spectating, but I'm not really. And I'm not sure if I'm ready to jump in yet. Maybe that's where here is. And we need to get back to the there, which is using all of our gifts. Yeah. Um, Being engaged with God, following Him and what He's doing, because that's what ultimately what we want to be about. And the conference was a lot about that, Jordan, at Exponential, wasn't it? It was about the, being empowered by the Spirit, and that means that I'm led by Him and being led by God and being willing to go where He wants to go. And just when God wants to do a new thing, that means that's a there, and that means that I have to maybe leave some things that are here. And that's not just, I'm not just saying that to the church, that's my own, like you said, that's me. Nobody likes leaving here for there. But mm-hmm. if God's going there, we got to do whatever it takes to follow him, right? Yeah. Which is why the consecrated was so important, because that consecrated is, is I'm more committed to you and consecrating my life to you mm. than I am to what I want or what feels comfortable to me. Right. And so if we want to follow God, that's that's what it takes. Yeah. Are we going to be a people who are truly more about God's mission than our own feelings yeah. and our own safe space, right? Yep, that's definitely. Good. So that might even just be the challenge for this week that maybe that's something you answer for yourself in your quiet time. Am I am I fully committed to what God's mission is and how he can use me specifically here at TBC and, and all that um, he has here for me? Or am I still struggling with how I feel, uh, my, my own open schedule that I've come to enjoy um, whatever that is for you, you know, which one of these are you, are you committed to? So I think in my own heart, that's a good one as well, like you said. Yeah. And I think this, you know, this fall, we w- we're actually going to give some space to the church and some teaching time to that kind of commitment area and just saying, uh, asking us to all to stop and, and recommit to the body, recommit to God, re-engage with Him, with the body, with what He's doing. Because it's been a time when, you know, it's it's just been a it's been a weird time, right? We all feel that, and we're really feeling like it's time to to kind of put a 
what a flag in the ground is that how you say it put something in the ground and say mm-hmm. you know we've been through this we've we need to grieve it we need to to let go of some of the losses and but it's time to move on because God is wanting to move on and God's not just sitting around still on his COVID couch, right? Mm-hmm. God has things he wants to do and people he wants to reach. And so, yeah. Okay, great. Well, we're, uh, we're grateful you guys listened to this. We're grateful that you're with us. Garen, sneak peek of maybe next week or where we're going next. Yeah, I'm actually, I'm going to uh, come back to, there's a few loose ends related to identity that I want to tie up. Um, some things that I had some questions with people over coffee. And so at least two sermons before Easter time are going to come out of those questions related to this. So great. Yep. That's so following up on some hard questions that were asked of the identity series. That sounds like something that could really be exciting and and engaging. Yeah, I hope so. They were really good questions and I've been, I've been in those places those people are and we're asking about. So cool. All right. We're excited for it guys. Thanks for being with us. We'll see you next week.